let's talk. Just a moment. Kingdom of Priests, exploring our priestly responsibility for others. Let's talk about two kinds of prayer. The prayer of personal petition and the prayer of priestly empathy. The goal of this lesson is to open wider the doors of prayer for each of us. The prayer of personal petition comes naturally to us. It's what we do whenever we ask God to do something for us, to provide something for us, to relieve us of some burden, to grant us some guidance, or perhaps to protect us from something. Again, it comes naturally to us, and is even the kind of prayer that atheists offer in foxholes. Today's parasha suggests a second kind of prayer, the prayer of priestly empathy. We see this uh, kind of prayer modeled by Aaron or Aharon, the high priest of Israel. And since we are all part of a kingdom of priests, what he models is a model for us. Let's see how he models it. Three times, our parasha reminds us that the high priest carried the names of the tribes of Israel upon his shoulders and on his heart whenever he approached God. Again, three times, he carries the names of the tribes of Israel on his shoulders and on his heart. We read, they are to make the ritual vest of gold, of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and of finely woven linen crafted by a skilled artisan. Take two onyx stones and engrave on them the names of the sons of Israel. Six of their names on one stone and the six remaining names on the other in the order of their birth. And put the two stones in the shoulder pieces of the vest as stones calling to mind uh, the sons of Israel, Aaron is to carry their names before Adonai on his two shoulders. As a reminder, make a breastplate for judging. Have it crafted by a skilled artisan. Make it like the work of the ritual vest. Make it of gold, blue, purple, and scarlet yarn and fine woven linen and when folded double, it's to be square, a handspan by a handspan. Put in it settings of stones. Notice the stones will correspond to the names of the 12 sons of Israel. They are to be engraved with their names as a seal would be engraved to represent the 12 tribes. Aaron will carry the names of the sons of Israel on the breastplate for judging over his heart when he enters the holy place as a continual reminder before Adonai. The names, hold it a second. Uh, the names of the sons of Israel upon Aaron's shoulders and his heart were a picture of his priestly responsibility. It was part of his office as the high priest. Those names on his shoulders and on his heart were to serve as a reminder, but a reminder to whom? 
They were a reminder to God that these were his people with whom he had made covenants and to whom he had made promises. Aaron was there as an advocate to remind God to be faithful and merciful to his people, Israel. But, but what does that mean? But now you just lost me, didn't you? Hold on yes. a second. Hold on, that shouldn't have happened. Hold on a second. That's very interesting. Okay, we're gonna go. Um, just one moment. Just when you think nothing could go wrong, something goes wrong. Okay, hold on a second, please. No. What does this mean for us now? It means that whenever we go into the presence of God in prayer, we do not go simply as individuals. We go as priests. And as priests, we go bearing others on our shoulders and on our hearts. We go into the presence of God as advocates and responsibility uh, and uh, representatives. How does that work? Whenever we hear or read or told of someone's distress or problems, or even when we anticipate other people's problems, we should routinely present these matters to God as a manifestation of priestly empathy. Yeshua, our great high priest, is the ultimate exemplar of this kind of priestly empathy through his atonement, his resurrection, his ascension, and the sending forth of the Spirit. We are now in union with the Messiah, Yeshua, at the depths of our being, a union that few of us recognize. But in that union, we are also unified with his high priestly identity. Examining Yeshua's priesthood tells us something about our identity and responsibility as members of a kingdom of priests. In Hebrews chapter 2, we read, Therefore he had to be made like his brothers in all things, so that he might become a merciful and faithful Kohen Gadol in matters relating to God, to make atonement for the sins of the people. Just as Yeshua functions as our empathetic representative in the presence of God, so we ought to function as empathetic priestly representatives for others. And in Hebrews chapter 4, we read this, we do not have a Kohen Gadol who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all the same ways, yet without sin. Again, Yeshua is our empathetic high priest. Therefore, 
Let us draw near to the throne of grace with boldness so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. But that is grace and help, not simply for ourselves, but grace and help for others. Through him and in union with him, we should also draw near to the throne of grace so that we might receive mercy and grace for, and help in time of need, but not just for ourselves. For others, we are priests. And as priests, we never simply represent ourselves. We represent others. Now, some people spend hours in this kind of activity. By temperament and by gifting, these people who have the gift of intercession spend considerable time uh, beseeching God on behalf of others. Now, most of us will never be such people. We're not the kind of people, most of us, who spend hours interceding in prayer for others. Now, that doesn't mean we're inferior, but it means it's just not our calling. Intercession is not our gift and not our calling, and that is fine. But even though we will not spend hours doing so, all of us should spend, uh, should participate in this activity as a natural part of our supernatural lives. In whatever measure we do so, it is our priestly identity, it is part of our priestly identity and calling. It's a manifestation of our priestly empathy. So I urge every one of us to embrace and practice priestly empathy. Whenever we hear of, see, read about, and learn of others who are in some kind of trouble or need for which Yeshua would show empathy, we too must be touched with the feelings of people's infirmities and simply bring them to God's remembrance. We should always be praying for them as a matter of habit, as a matter of office, and as a matter of heart. Now, sometimes these prayers will be mere moments of mention, just asking like this, oh God, Paul needs your help right now. Please sustain him in his deadly illness. Just a moment. At other times, you might spend minutes in intercession. And yes, for some of us, those minutes may be hours or even days. No one of these kinds of prayer is superior to the other. All are precious in the sight of God. And each plays a part in accomplishing his will in the world. We should live in a climate of prayer always casting things up to God as we encounter them and as they come to mind. One final point. We never know what God is going to do. And none of us know what he is not going to do. Neither did Aaron. He just knew that he was representing God's people before a faithful God who loved them. That is what we should do too. Let's practice priestly empathy, whether it's in moments, in minutes, or in hours. It only takes a moment, but it could 
change a lifetime. So again, this is not a major shift, but it's huge. And that is, let's walk through our days with priestly empathy. When we encounter somebody in need, when we see somebody in need, when we hear of somebody in need, when we remember somebody in need, bring their names before God, have their names upon your shoulders and upon your heart. Let's be people who constantly practice priestly empathy and the God who is full of empathy for us will bless us in the doing. Shabbat Shalom. Let me